Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Hey, let me tell you something. You're listening to Roundtable Sports Talk, bringing you the latest, hottest, and up-to-date sports news across the world with your hosts, Austin and Brett. I know you're going to dig this. Welcome to episode 28. Uh, we are back from a week off. Yeah, took a week off, had some stuff to do. Yeah, sure. Some, somebody bought them a new car. It wasn't me. Well, yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Still driving the old Ford. All right, well, you got a pay raise, so. Yeah, I ain't buying a truck with it. <laughs> um, so, well, I couldn't tell you what we left off on two, two and a half weeks ago, whatever it was. I know we were, as far as in baseball, you know, like you said, I think we were in the, just starting like the uh, the championship series for baseball. Yeah. Um, I, I guess what we can do is just do like an entire recap for anybody. Um, so we'll just start off. We should kind of go through the postseason and who won. Uh, the first wild card series in the AL, it was the A's and Yankees. The Yankees ended up winning that. It was just a one game playoff. Um, then they went on to play Boston and the ALDS where Boston won 3 1. And then Houston beat Cleveland 3 0 to move on to the ALCS where Boston won 4 1 over Houston. Now Boston's in the World Series. And on the national side, you had the Cubs and Grizzlies and the wild card round. Cubs or Rockies. Or Rockies, Grizzlies. I'm NBA. NBA. <laughs> um, so then you had uh, Milwaukee and Rockies. Milwaukee won 3-0 to move on. And then in the other NLDS, you had Dodgers and Braves. Dodgers won 3-1. So it was Dodgers versus Brewers. Brewers lost 4-3. So now you have a Boston-LA World Series. And Boston's currently up 2 nothing yeah. as they took – the first two games at home um now it says right here no team in the world series history has come back from a 3-0 deficit so that being said dodgers have a lot on the line if they do not win tonight yeah it pretty much looks like this is a must-win game for them uh you know I, i've seen a lot online about you know the dodgers shouldn't panic yet uh i'd be panicking yeah i mean don't the only the only thing that they you know the only plus that they have that i see right now is um, you know the playoff series or the the, the World Series mm-hmm. series is a two three two scheme which the NBA used to use. Right. So the Braves get the first two at home. The Dodgers will get three in the middle at home, and then the uh, Boston will get Boston will get the two at home at the end. It's it's a weird format, you know, because pretty much you could almost say as a Dodgers fan, the first two games don't matter yeah, as long as you, you take got- care of business at home. Yeah, you'll no, be up three two when you go back to Boston. I definitely agree because. Um, three games at home is kind of nice if yeah. you think about it, especially I mean, if you're down two games yeah. in the World Series. You get to settle in. Yeah, you know you have your home crowd. Even if they were to lose the first game, or actually even if they were you know to lose one of these at home, you know it's still just three two, and then you have to go force a game seven, obviously. Yeah, but you know, so it's kind of back and forth. Like yes, they're down two zero. They're not playing with Kershaw. Played really bad in game one. Yeah, they took him out. I thought like the third inning. Yeah. So they haven't had a whole lot going for them. I'm not sure what the scores were either. Those games will have them in front of me. But I do know for game three, the Dodgers will be starting a rookie. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. Um, it's not Ferris Bueller's brother. Um, so he's 8-5 and five with a 2-6 ERA. Boston starting uh, Porcello. Porcello. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Porcello. Uh, he's 17-7 with a 4.2 ERA. So looks mm-hmm. like you can possibly get some runs off of him. If they can do it early, if, if if the Dodgers can get ahead early, they have a great chance. They got a huge advantage. 
especially being at home, you know that place is going to be rocking. Oh, for sure. Um, I've come, I've been on, you know, I've I've said on here that I don't think home field does much for baseball, but mm-hmm. watching those la- those first two games, you know, I didn't watch the whole thing. Well, obviously, son of them, it was just like, it just felt like you were in like Boston's home. Like it, it was loud. It was loud for a baseball game. Oh, it gets loud in there, and then but you got to think of the uh, splitter. Oh, it just cut out on me. But um, yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't. I didn't think home field advantage does much for baseball, but it seemed to do a lot for them. So the Dodgers are hoping to get kind of the same vibe from their home, um, their home arena. Still not working. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of. I can kind of hear myself, but it kind of cut out. So we'll see. They play tonight at eight oh nine Eastern time. So another, you know, it's in L.A. Obviously, so it'll be a, a late game. No way I'm going to watch the whole thing. For real? So, <laughs> you want to watch a three, four-hour ball game? No, I don't know. Like I said, I know we've been talking about baseball and trying to get into it a little bit more here. I'm still having trouble watching it for a long period of time. <laughs> it's just too easy to wake up the next day and be like, oh, here's who won. Here's what happened. But going back to that um, real quick, uh, you also got to consider the atmosphere they're in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston being in you know the Northeast – in L.A. being in the West. Yeah, it said that uh, this is the farthest distance between two World Series teams ever. So take that in factor. So like two thousand odd miles or something. Yeah. So I mean, to yeah, me, yeah, I mean, to and, me that, and it was probably pretty cool in Boston the first two. Games. I'm sure it was like and a little bit cool. Yeah. You know, L.A. is probably going to be like 75, and you know, warm, and it won't be sunny because it's going to be at night. But it's probably going to be warm for the game. So I don't know. I hope L.A. makes a push. You know, I, I would love seeing good series and good games. That's kind of the problem that I had with the early parts of this postseason because you had a 3-0, a 3-1, a 3-1, a 3-0. Yeah. And even on the AL side, Boston won 4-1. The only really good series has been Dodgers and Brewers that went to seven. So it's been kind of a boring MLB postseason by, you know, I'm just like a fair weather fan of the MLB. I have no ties i did say that i would be pulling for boston, boston. Yeah. and i was telling all my friends you know when the playoffs started i would, would just if i had to guess it'd be a boston la final and i was able to get that right because i thought they were clearly the you know the two best teams <laughs> um i did think the astros were going to put up a better fight than they did boy they got beat but down just, by the red Sox. it wasn't even you know close so i mean this game should be interesting especially there i mean to me it feels like there's a lot on the line well, like you said, you know, no team's ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in the World Series. So it's really, you know, a, I don't want to call it a do-or-die game, but it's like a do-or-you're-going-to-die-at-some-point game. Yeah. Um, this next game doesn't completely off them, but, it, you know, I don't think you're going to win four games in a row against Boston and have to win that's two hard. in Boston. Yeah, no, that's, that's a hard like, thing to do. The key to any series, whether it's baseball, hockey, or basketball, is to win one game on the road. That's you, crucial. If, yeah. you, if you can get one on the road, you flip the series or you take control of the series and you know you kind of control your own destiny from there. So, you know, say say Dodgers win two of these. If Boston can get one of these two and go up 3-2, then you have two home games to end it. And the Dodgers now have missed their chance to win an early one on the road. So now they have to win their three at home and still go get one of the last two. Yeah, no, that's you got in baseball. That's hard to do. Do I see a possibility of this going four zero and being done? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> Especially against a a rookie pitcher tonight. That's 
you know, this this is a bright stage. You're at home in L.A. You're down the, two games. One of the biggest sports cities that we have in the world. Mm-hmm. You're down 2-0 to the Boston Red Sox, one of the great franchises of, you know, baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, you know, they're going to be expecting a lot from this. I don't want to call him a kid, but he's a rookie. He's 8-5, and five, so. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Um, But. Some you know some players shine in that moment. They love it being on them, and they, he might just come out and just straight ball, and then put this in perspective. Might throw a shutout. Who knows? Put this in perspective. They pulled Clayton Kershaw three innings for sucking. Yeah, they will, they, they, they will not hesitate. He can't come out. And Kershaw's had postseason woes over his career, so you know I don't know if we'll see him again. I imagine. Oh, you probably will see him in the bullpen if they get down. Yeah, well, I imagine if they're able to pull – see, if I was them, I don't know their pitching rotation. But if I get this game and I go 1-2, regardless if we win or lose game um, four, Kershaw's going to pitch for me game five. Because that's either going to be a deciding game that we get knocked out or it could be the game where we go up 3-2 if they're able to take the first two at home here. Yeah. Um, I know he didn't play well in the first game, but you got to have you know trust in your veterans and believe they can get it done. You know, you started him on the road against Boston in the World Series. You know, it was it was likely he was not going to play well. So yeah. just no one thought he was going to play that terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> it can only go up from here for him if he gets another start in the series. But like I said, they could just get swept 4-0 and it'd be over here. So Agreed. Who knows? So that is the MLB postseason. That is where the World Series currently sits. Let's all just hope and pray it goes to seven. And I will probably sit down and watch an entire epic game seven. I would hope so. Yeah, it makes so, for exciting sports. Um, and uh, okay, so now switch it over. Pretty much what we've missed since we haven't been back in two weeks. I Basketball. think the last time we talked, it was still preseason. Mm-hmm. So the regular season has kicked off. Everything that you expected has happened. Uh, the Warriors are great. The Lakers. Sucked. The Lakers are average. No one call them average. They're feeling it. Well, out. No, yeah, like they're feeling it out. They went zero and three. I was ready to write them off. I think Kobe Bryant was about ready to write them off. Not um, last night. But, yeah, now they've won two in a row. Uh, Lance Stevenson's dancing. He played all 12 minutes of the fourth quarter of both of those games, so he seems to be a closer. <laughs> LeBron had a triple-double, and they're – In front of Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, was, it wasn't their opening. It was their second home game. It was their second home game, but their first home win. So, LeBron, I think he went 28-11-11. and 11. Uh, I think Kuzma had, like, 26 – or 22 or something right there. So uh, they play. I know they beat Phoenix and then they beat. Was it? They played Denver last night. Denver. So they beat Phoenix and they beat Denver. I think Denver was like 4 and 0 or 3 and 0, something like that coming in. So he got it done at home. We, you know, everyone figured they're going to not be the, obviously the greatest team. They'll probably be the fifth or sixth best team in the West. I have them winning probably like 52 games, 50 games. It's pretty high for. A Lakers team who that's has pretty won. high, but I think they have a an, like an incredible upside. Oh, it's no, just, for sure. Can they get to that upside? Or are they going to float all year long? Everyone thinks LeBron's just doing this to do his MVP season, average a triple double, go get another MVP, and the team still, not play well. I th- I think they're going to be okay. I'm I'm still looking for more from Lonzo. I don't I don't know what you're going to get on Lonzo because I don't think he's a great scorer. He's a great well, he's starting right now. Which yeah, well, because Rondo suspended. But, okay, yeah, I guess we didn't talk about the brawl at all. I completely forgot that happened. It was like what the second game against the Rockets. Yes, it was the second game. I'm, I'm sure everybody knows, but we haven't talked about it. But LeBron, LeBron's Lakers. I don't. I don't even know what. Like it was the third quarter, fourth quarter. I don't remember when it was because I, I didn't it was watch the, third. the game. 
something happened about Rondo and Chris Paul. They haven't liked each other for years. Um, and they got into it at some point. They got face to face. Rondo spit at him. They, the video proves Yeah, he, he pretty much spit in Chris Paul's face or direction. Chris Paul called him a so turtle. Chris Paul, yeah, he called him a turtle, which Rondo is a turtle. And so then Chris like put his finger and like poke Rondo in the cheek, which is kind of stupid. Like if you're gonna touch a dude's face, like hit him. It was the funniest thing. to And me. then Rondo just started swinging. He caught Paul once, and I think Paul caught Rondo piece. with a two piece. It was kind of back and forth for about you know ten seconds, really. And then um, Ingram came out and of then nowhere. Brandon Ingram, who's not even like in this, he's like down there. Like he's at the other end of the court. Well, remember they, he came down. Remember because it was a foul. He came down, mm-hmm. and then some some shoving went on. Yeah, I don't know who he shoved. Walked away, and then they got at it, and then Ingram yeah. came out of nowhere and just stuck starts him. throwing haymakers over the top of backs of people. Like I get it, you're standing up for your teammate, which is great to see for this Lakers team because that's what you want. You want them all, yeah, together. You know, band of brothers. You know, but you can't get yourself suspended. You know, LeBron's going to grab Chris Paul because him and Chris Paul are like best friends. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, as a Laker, you're like, well, shouldn't he be grabbing, you know, my guys? But if you're a LeBron fan and you know LeBron's history, you know him and Chris are real close. So it makes yeah. sense for him to grab Paul like that. Um, I think, what, Rondo got suspended for like four games, Paul for three or two, and Ingram for three or something like that? Yeah. I mean, slap on the wrist and basketball. I mean, they play. I don't know, know if any fines came out of that. 80-odd games, you know. I think they were probably fined. It is what it is. There wasn't no malice at the palace, you know, Pistons and, you know, way back when, but it was entertaining. I thought it was funny. When they came up with the story when Chris Paul, what Chris Paul called Rondo, it just, it made it even funnier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went into the whole, like, well, is Chris Paul even a good teammate? Is Rondo a good teammate? Listen, they both are great players. Neither, well, Rondo actually has a ring. Yes. Um, Chris Paul has bounced around from... Denver to LA. Now he, I think it's just three teams: Houston, I think mm-hmm. that's it, and then Rondo's went from the Celtics to like the Hornets to where Who else, else did he play for? Did he play for the Kings at some point. I think he played for the Kings, and then so he's bounced around. They've both been guys who Rondo a little more when he doesn't get his way. He's a bit of a crybaby. He's still he, a good ball hitter. He's still good. He's still a great player, and um, which I don't, I don't. You know, I don't know who should start him or Lonzo. Like Rondo's got the attitude, the swagger. They need to preserve he, Rondo. I think so. I think like we, me and you both talked about it here. You make your young guys and make them play most of these minutes as long as you're performing and winning yeah. games, and you let LeBron get his minutes. And you know everybody plays, but when it gets to crunch time, yeah, you them. put in your guys. Honestly, for these Lakers, they should just play the hot hand. They should. Like you should just play the hot hand. Whoever which it, it could be anybody. Yeah. Like I said, Lance Stevenson played uh, 12 minutes, the whole 12 minutes of the last two games of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's been good for, for them, for him to be able to do that. I've never known Lance as much of a closer, but that just might be his role with this team. Lance balls. He he always has, even back with the Pacers. Yeah. He was their best player. I mean, they had Paul George, but. Who got posterized by Jason Tatum last night. Yes, the Celtics are. They're they're it's they have like scary. the most impressive roster. You know they're still winning. Don't don't get me wrong, but boy, Kyrie needs to figure it out. He hasn't been shooting well. No, but when you got Tatum and Horford and all these other guys, they're still filling out Hayward. Um, you know they're they're. You know, what you got to be easy with him because he's coming off the injury. 
Yeah. The Celtics are another team that, like, you're obviously the best team in the East. For sure. Like, you I mean, don't have to do crazy things in the regular season. Just make sure you get the one or two seed. Yeah. And you should... I, well, you were going to walk through the playoffs until Kawhi went to Toronto. Kawhi's balling. So now that I think that's going to be your Eastern Conference um, championship game is going to be still Celtics can't count out Philly. Toronto. I just don't believe in Embiid. Mm. I just I don't know for some Embiid reason. Embiid still balls. Give it to him. You know they still have. I just don't believe in that organization. Like it seems like every year they have a good team or at least an okay team. Yeah. And which I know LeBron's been in the East and run things, but like you, you haven't seen a Philly and Cavs. Eastern Conference title game. You're not going to. Not this season. But I'm saying, like, even with LeBron there, it's not like Philly was the team that was pushing him. It was the Pacers that were pushing him, the Celtics that were pushing him, and that's about it because Toronto couldn't beat him. Yeah, no, not less. So, you know, I I just think it'll be, you know, um, Celtics and Toronto. I believe the Celtics should go. They have the depth. Like, I have their roster pulled up. And these are like eight guys that could start on any other team and probably be the main guy. Okay. Well, you got Kyrie. Yeah. Hayward. Smart. Which Smart, you know, obviously he's coming off, off the bench. The, Marcus Morris. Uh, Morris comes off the bench. Um, Rozier. He comes off the bench. Then you have uh, Jalen Brown. Brown, Tatum, Tatum. Horford is probably on and off the bench back and forth. Aaron Baines. Baines is okay. Baines balls. But so that's, you know, so Kyrie, Tatum, Hayward, Brown, Horford, Smart could all start on a team anywhere. Morris could probably start on a team somewhere. Rozier could probably start on a team somewhere. For sure. So they have the depth, and that's what we were talking about before the show, was when it, if they make it to the finals, I think they have the depth of a bench to keep up with Golden State's numbers. Because you know, you know, how Golden State always plays. Like, yes, they start their five. Yeah, but Kerr, fi- Kerr does such a good job at flowing them in and out of the game to where, like, when Steph's not in, Katie and Clay are balling, and when they take a seat, it's the Steph and Draymond show. And now you're going to have Cousins late in the year and in the playoffs to give uh, Draymond a break. Well, that's going to be a big push for them. So I, I mean, you know, Demarcus Cousins isn't going to be a crazy stat guy this year, but he's going to be a very important piece when he gets to start playing again. Yeah. It, it, I'm still filling that out because I don't know what DeMarcus Cousins are going to get. Are we going to get the Cousins who's dropping 40 points and getting like 18, almost 20 rebounds? You know what I'm saying? No, because no one on that team gets 40-plus points anymore unless it's KD or Steph. Which and Steph did drop 51. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I don't even know where KD was. Did he play? <laughs> they were playing the – Trailblazers, because Steph put like thirty in the other. Was it was it the fifty one by the third quarter? or Was it thirty by the third quarter? It was um fifty one by the third quarter. Yeah, so and he he, he sat the entire fourth. So Good. again, they're gonna dominate the West. Uh, we haven't talked about OKC yet. They're at zero and four. Eesh. They do not look good. I'm not no, sure what the problem is there. Well, Westbrook said he's not worried about it. Which it's early in the season. You don't have to be worried about Which it. Which was I was kind of disappointing the first game when the Warriors and Thunder played and Westbrook didn't play. Mm-hmm. That, kind of, I, that that was a boring game to me. If I was a team opposite of the Warriors, I wouldn't play my my stars against them. Well, Westbrook's still coming back from that arthroscopic well, knee surgery. It's just fine. But like when they play the Lakers, I wouldn't play LeBron. When when they played the Rockets, I wouldn't play Harden or Paul. I wouldn't let them see those guys until the playoffs come around. Yeah. This is our uh, mascot, Black Cat. Black Cat. 
Um, rubbing himself on my laptop. Just chilling. Come here. Come here. This cat loves me for some reason. Uh, that cat likes anybody. Oh, cool. I'm just not likable, I guess. I'm just, you know, average. The thunder you need to figure out, though. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I said they have to figure it out is because Westbrook, I think, is the guy that, like, if it starts going bad, he's just going to deteriorate. The whole locker room will uh, break down. I think Paul George will be like, well, send me to L.A. Can now he's on a huge contract. Yeah, well, doesn't matter. They have the NBA has a no limit on money and buyouts, and you can do whatever you want. You can trade a hundred first rounders. It doesn't matter. Oh man! Since you know the Rockets are going to give their first four rounders for Jimmy Butler if the Timberwolves will bite, and they haven't bitten yet. Bite. They're not even nibbling. They're like, nah, what's nah. four first rounders? We're going to keep a guy who doesn't want to play for us. It's bad. That's and they a- offered two players also, but I don't know who they were. I know they were injured guys. Um, but it seems that the Rockets have like renewed their offer, so now I think it's just the four picks. Yeah, I just for, for it to be four first rounders, and I see why Timberwolves are saying no because if you get their next four first rounders, the Rockets aren't going to be a bad team. So it's not like you're going to be picking, you know, in the top five. You, you might uh-huh. not even get a lotto pick. No. You're going to end up, you know, they're going to be in the final five, four or five teams, six teams in the league. So right. you're going to be picking like 27th, 28th, something like that. Or yeah, because of Rockets, you know, it's based off of how many, you know, did you do bad or did you get Yeah, good, it's based off a record. So, yeah. like, if the Magic were offering them four first rounders oh. for Jimmy Butler, you'd probably take that because you're going to be picking in the lottery somewhere. Yeah. So. I, I really want to see him go. I know the super team thing kind of sucks and ruins the NBA, but the only way to take down Golden State is to build a team of superstars. i tell you who is a sleeper team right now, though. Sp- speaking Pelicans? of the Timberwolves. No, the Timberwolves. Oh. D-Rose is balling, man. I get tired of hearing D-Rose is balling because every what? time he balls, his leg breaks. D-Rose is balling. It's like I've been seeing those memes all week long. Like Every time D-Rose makes a bucket, they're like, Vintage D-Rose, he's back. Like, no, he just, you know, had a good game. He's so, and it's, you know, it, it was, it was like, it was like, what are you going to be more tired of hearing this year? Like, Vintage D Rose is back, LeBron and the Lakers and Showtime, or the Warriors winning by 50. Like, which of those three are you going to be most annoyed by by the year? And I think the final vote was like hearing that D Rose is back. Really? Because no one cares. Like, D Rose is irrelevant. He's almost, he's more irrelevant. Think about this. If you would have said this like eight years ago, you probably got headbutted in the nose. <laughs> Derrick Rose is a less relevant. He's relevant than Rajon Rondo. <laughs> like Rondo Years. is more relevant than D no. Rose. No, I'm telling you. No, who are we talking about? D Rose. Who are we just talked about five minutes ago? Jimmy Butler. Okay, ten minutes ago. Uh, Rondo. Rondo. And Rondo's gonna be on the Showtime Lakers that are gonna be big all year long, being talked about. Rondo's scrappy. Him, I think him. And Lance were gonna are gonna headbutt at some point or like butt heads, not physically headbutt. I think they're gonna butt heads at some point because they're both just mally dudes. And watch Timberwolves. No, yeah, I I I, I agree. Timberwolves could be good. They um, are good. Carl Anthony Towns and Butler, even though he cussed at them all in practice, and he just called this you know, is my Thibodeau team. an idiot or whatever he did. Yeah, this is my team. You need me. And now you know the Rockets are like, well, we need you. <laughs> Come here. Well, they're two and three right now, Minnesota. And the Rockets are probably, I don't know. One and three. Jesus Christ. How are you one and I know James Harden's now out for two games. 
You know, it's just the beginning. It's not like the NFL where like the first three games kind of determine who's going to be great that mm. season. Like you can like I've I've never seen a LeBron team get to a hot start, and he's always there at the end. You know, Golden Even State. With the Cavs, Golden yeah, State has started slow some years. Yeah. So it's like the first ten games don't matter. I'm not gonna say they don't matter, but like they don't. In the well, if we're talking about the East, the first thirty games don't matter. True. Well, because you know half of the league goes to the playoffs in the NBA, which I still disagree with. Yeah. So you can be bad and you could be mediocre, make the playoffs and go on. Now it never seems to happen though. Like the NFL, it seems to be the only one of the only leagues where like the sixth seed can make a run to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But in basketball, if you're an eight seed. You're an eight seed and you're going out in the first round. And baseball, if you win the wild card round, you, you're getting more than likely bounced in the first round. Okay. Good point. Uh, it's just, it seems like just winning is, and I guess because football is one game, you, you can, you can play one really good game yeah, and, and move on. Whereas in basketball, it's more like a series. My, my team, my owners, my coaches, my whole organization is better than your organization, or we're going to outlast you. And I guess that's the difference in the two sports. Could you mm. imagine if football started playing three game series? Oh, jeez, man! The Patriots would never lose. Well, they're getting older now; they might. But if, if this well, would have that'd been a be thing, adding more games on, which means they would have shortened the regular season like eight games. <laughs> yeah. But could you imagine if like Tom Brady got to play that 2007 and 2011 Super Bowl where he had to win two or three games against Eli? He would have done it. Yeah. No, I agree. He'd have like seven or eight rings. But the fact that you just have to play one great game, anybody can lose. And that's why the NFL is the greatest league ever. That's why you don't see repeat teams in the Super Bowl every single year because they're just you so much see better. Golden State since 2015. Yeah, it's been Golden State and the Cavs. It's been LeBron. You know, could you imagine, I mean, which Tom Brady has been in a buttload of Super Bowls. Yeah. And, it, and the NFL, it's been all the way back like 2001. It's been, it's been Brady, Ben, Breeze. Manning, Eli. Like those four have been in like every and yeah Breeze. Well, they've only been the in first one. Two. Yeah. I, I think if you said Manning, Brady, Big Ben, Eli, Breeze, Rogers, and like Joe Flacco and Kaepernick, those are like the eight teams or the eight quarterbacks that have been in the Super Bowl since two thousand one. And then there's like Nick Foles and Matt Ryan, <laughs> like. I mean, obviously Brady's been to eight, Peyton's been to four, Big Ben's been to four, Eli's been to two, and then Breeze has been in. Breeze been in one. Yeah, it was only one. I think Rogers only been one. Yeah. Yes, it was one. So, you know, there's a consistency there with those guys, but it's nothing like the NBA where it's like the same team every single year. Warriors, Cavs, Warriors. That's where baseball is good too. Baseball hasn't been the same team. No, baseball is a decade. Yeah, baseball is up in the air. So. I don't know, man. But so for your NBA delight, the season has started. Everyone's four or five games in. Like Not I too said, exciting right now. Nothing exciting other than the brawl or the the almost brawl. Yeah, everything's about as expected. Like I said, Warriors are good. Lakers are struggling. Russell Westbrook is going to start dropping triple doubles. I don't he'll, know. Where. He'll start balling at some point. Um, I like I said, I really hope that Timberwolves take the bait and let Butler go to the Rockets. They need to. Because that would be a crazy series, Rockets. It was a crazy series last year. It went to seven. Yeah. Can you imagine Jimmy Butler on that Rockets team last year? There's no way Golden State wins that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, they didn't have Chris Paul either. That's so. what I'm saying. So they could have had Butler in place of that, and it would have been 
so much better. So. One more thing before we switch to NFL. Uh, apparently, a billboard went up in MSG in New York trying to lure Durant to the Knicks. That will never happen. Well, they all say that he like that would be the place he wants to go because New York's big and it'd be the brand. He get to play in Madison Square Garden and he would just be he'd be the the focal point. But that team is bad. Why would you want to go to a bad team? Now, yet, granted, it'd be in the East, but the East Easier. is the East. Is, now that LeBron is gone, the East is going to slowly get bigger. Well, they need to shift the power, man. There's well, LeBron was the power in the East, so all these teams were like, "Crap, I can't beat LeBron." And all these players, I'm going to go to the West. And it opens up a door, yeah. And they've all, now that the East is wide open, you can't tell me. Like, I think if Durant could get traded to or in free agency, if he could go somewhere better than New York, if he could go to like Toronto and complete that, you imagine him and Kawhi and Lowry. I don't see him going over the No, tournament. he won't. But could you imagine? It'd be interesting, though. He won't do that. Or if he could go. I mean, there's no. He need to go to that. Go to the Trailblazers. He could go to the Trailblazers. Go play um, with Damon. He could honestly go to the Heat. They have some young talent. Ooh, yeah. You know, but I just don't think that he'd ever do that. I ho- honestly hope he just. Go to the Celtics. No. <laughs> just be like another freaking Golden Super State team. again. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm tired of. I, I, I Like, if I had to pick a situation, I honestly just think. And wish that Durant would just stay in Golden State. Like, make your one move to go win your titles, but make a career out of it. Stay there for 12 years. Yeah. Don't leave after four and jump to another team. The reason I think he might jump is that team is not going to be held together anymore. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the last season. Well, here's the thing that Durant needs to do to really submit his legacy to be one of the greats. Because I don't consider Durant a great. I mean, he's playing with five other. You're insane. I think he's a great. He's gonna he's gonna be there in like all time scoring. He's gonna be there in like field goals made. He's gonna be up there in percentage. He's gonna be up there by the time his career is over. Right now, I do not consider Durant great. He is a great shooter. I don't consider him a great player as far as he hasn't had the footprint LeBron's had, the footprint Jordan had, the footprint Shaq had, footprint D Wade's had. Like if you think about Kevin Durant, what is he? He was he was Westbrook's shadow at OKC because they couldn't figure it out there. They were failures. Okay. Well, I agree with that one. Then he goes and joins a super team and hides in balls. He balls. It's easy to ball. I could go to the freaking Golden State and And score 20 points a game. He balled in OKC. Yeah, and he blew a 3-1 lead and had to run to that team. So now, for him to get over that hump, because everyone still holds – a lot of people hold him to that. I do. Either sit there and hang tight and let all these guys leave and and lead the team to the title by yourself or go somewhere and you know go back home. That'll never happen. Because he, where's he from? He's from, um, uh, he's from Texas. He played college ball so in Texas. Go to, I mean, he couldn't really go to OKC because you know, like he right now he could go to the Spurs. Ooh, that'd that be interesting. And lead that team. Can you imagine him coached by Pop? That'd be coached insane. by Pop with all Aldridge on his coattails. Mm. That team could be good, and that he could win be. a title by himself and be the focal point. Right now, it's like, well, he won the MVP last two finals. Yeah, but Steph was scoring thirty. Draymond was scoring, you know, 15. Clay's scoring 30. He has three championships. He has three, right? He has two or three. I think it's two. Is it two now? Yes. Yeah, because they've been in, they have three rings. Yeah, because they, they won one without him, then yeah, they lost man. to LeBron, and then he's won the last two against them. So he's, he's, he's two and one in the finals. If he could somehow get to three and one, four and one, not with Golden State, I think his legacy would, he wouldn't be the villainous type person that he seems right now because right now everyone hates golden state obviously because they're the juggernaut yeah 
if he were to leave there again and go to a smaller something that he more creates rather than him just joining something, you know, it 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 would make him a lot more positive in the eyes. Could you ma- okay, can you imagine if he went to the Knicks and just Now, if he somehow turned that around, that'd be interesting. Whew, goodness. That'd be interesting. And like and, and you know, even if he were to jump and come to LeBron in LA and they win two titles, I'm still going to hold him to the same standard like well, you know, you had to go join LeBron. So now to win your four just, titles, that's you had much. to join the team that beat you 3-1 in the conference finals. And then you go with LeBron and win championships after he beat you in the finals years ago. Mm. And to me, it's just he's always going to be in someone's shadow until he does it on his own. It was just like LeBron, which LeBron did get a lot of praise for it because he kind of put the pieces together in Miami. He did. But a lot of people were like, can you? Because he brought he – brought- Bosch from Toronto. Up, yeah, and then D-Wade was already there. Yeah. But um, a lot of people were like, well, can you win a title? Not with them, you know, and then he goes and wins one and leads Cleveland to their first one in forever. Yeah. It's just like when Kobe and Shaq split up. It was like, can they win without each other? Shaq went one, one more, and Kobe went one, two more. Yeah. And so a lot of people, and a lot of people even to this day are like, well, Kobe couldn't have done it without Shaq. Uh, well, Kobe like, did it without Shaq. Well, and even if you're like, like, you're a great like team, like what's, what's the problem with being a great like duo? You yeah. don't like, this isn't a league where you can just take one guy and go win the game. You need to, you need, stuff anymore. you need a trio is what you need. Yeah. You need a big three. And yeah. that was back. Like the Pistons had a big three. I don't think Jordan ever had a big three. He was just amazing. We had but, Kerr. He did have Kerr, and he had Pippen. Yeah. But it was just a different time. In Jordan's era, I think you could go with one guy and win everything. Yeah. No, I agree. There's no way if Jordan played right now and played for anybody with a decent – like, if he was in Miami, where they have an okay, like, young cast around him, he he wouldn't beat the Celtics. He wouldn't beat Toronto. Like, and if he was in the West, could you imagine him playing – for like who who's an okay team in the West that probably isn't going to go anywhere? Mm, the Clippers. Yes. Could you imagine him like with the Clippers? Like they're not going to beat Golden State. They're not going to beat these Lakers. They're not going to beat the, the Rockets. They're not going to beat the Timberwolves. They're not going to beat the Pelicans. Pelicans. Well, I don't know about the Pelicans. For some year. reason, I want them to do good. I don't know why. I just feel like I'm a Pelican puller. Because they did, they did really good when Cousins and Davis were playing together. I know. I wonder if they're going to be able. I wonder how big of a hole Cousins is going to leave them in. I don't know. But so. that's NBA. Yeah, that's right the now. start of your NBA season. A long way to go in that. There'll be plenty to come. Um, we appreciate it. Texas, call us. Let us know what you think. If you want to be on the show, we call can get call. you on here in person or a phone call. Um, however you guys want to do it, we'd be glad to talk to anybody and everybody. So, uh, I appreciate the listen and we will see you guys hopefully next week. See you. Good evening. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Wait a minute. Oh my. That's this week's episode of Roundtable Sports Talk podcast with your hosts, Austin and Brett. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Roundtable Sports Talk. Thank you for listening. 